Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Today we're going to be talking about something that's extremely important in marriage uh, and in life in general, and that's conflict management. I'm going to try and stick to the point and keep things moving. See, conflict, disagreements, they're not bad, right? Uh, in fact, this is an opportunity for you to learn something new about your wife. This is an opportunity for you to learn something new about yourself. So don't shy away from conflict. Uh, when it happens, you have to embrace it. Number two, think before you act. You have to think before you act. A lot of times as men, we, we just get high strung. We get upset. We get over the situation uh, because we continue to have the same conversations and we're like, I just want to go off. But man, you got to chill. You got to chill, right? Uh, when you respond to something negative, you tend to get negative results. Yelling, punching walls. Uh, I'll tell you a story real quick. My wife and I had a disagreement actually not too long ago. It was about three months ago. And I was so upset. I didn't think before I responded and I decided to punch a wall and happened to find one of the studs in the wall. I broke my right hand. Uh, I don't know if you can see it on the camera, but nah, not really, but I have, uh, I had two metal pins going down my hand to uh, put the bones back together. And I'll tell you like that was, it, it was embarrassing um, because my wife and I, we, we have a great marriage. I just lost my temper in that moment. And I want to help you guys learn more from, learn from my mistake. One, don't punch walls. That's just not smart. Uh, and then two, that your anger in response is a big, big part to how well uh, your marriage can continue, or I'm sorry, your response to conflict and your anger, being able to think about it and, and uh, before you act, it's very important that you learn how to do this, right? But uh, conflict does require a response. It's usually not the first one, though. Like, I needed to respond to my wife that night, uh, and my first response was, I'm going to punch the wall. Not the right response, right? Uh and it ended up hurting me. It made her feel bad. Uh, I had to have surgery and I didn't realize that I had to have surgery to get those pins put in. And it, it just, it opened my eyes that, man, I have to, well, even more, uh, that I have to control the way that I respond. But the other thing, when you start to think about what you're going to do before you act, you want to visualize the end state of that conflict, Right. So if you're upset because she keeps spending money, well, what's the end state, uh, the, the result that you want to get out of that conflict? Is it uh, she stops spending money? So visualize that. and or, or is there going to be some sort of compromise? Now, 
the end state, this is not to say that you're going to drive to that end state and you're actually going to arrive there. Uh, what it helps you do is it helps you develop questions that you're going to be able to ask yourself and ask your wife and, and have a meaningful conversation as opposed to yelling and saying, oh, you just keep spending all my money or uh, you don't cook dinner and whatever, you know, things like that. Uh, ask yourself, what do I think the end state of this conversation is, or this conflict is going to be? And then start asking questions and developing criteria to drive those conversations in that direction. Next thing is uh, conflict is not a win-lose situation, right? We, as husband and wife, uh, we agreed to spend the rest of our lives together. Now, if you're constantly playing the win-lose game, there's inevitably a scoreboard. Uh, and this goes into forgiveness. You got you to gotta forgive, not forget, but you have to forgive and let go. So you can continue to move on together, because if you continue to carry that baggage, it's like um, like an anchor in a ship. If you drag it along behind you, eventually you're going to slow down and that's when it, it's going to uh, rear its head and cause some issues in your marriage. So you have to forgive and then let go so you can uh, develop a more healthy relationship. Stop playing the win lose game, right? Uh, your wife is not your enemy. She's your friend. She's your lifelong partner. She loves you. You love her. You have to start. Uh, do, you have to start working through conflicts with that in mind every single time, because the the truth is it's not easy, right? Emotions get in there, and we're going to talk about that in a minute. Uh, it's not easy, but you have to remember your wife is not your enemy. She's not out there to to destroy you. She's not out there. Uh, in, in, let me put a disclaimer in there in healthy relationships where your wife and yourself are just having these internal conflicts or external conflicts, whatever your wife is not your enemy. Uh, and I don't believe that any wife is an enemy, but there's, I'm going to have to do a video on courtship so you can learn, <laughs> learn about your wife. Uh, or your fiance before you uh, put a ring on it. You got to learn about them because you can't just put a ring on everyone. Uh, there's some things that come into the relationship outside of what you already know. So you got to you got to interview, right? That's what courtship is all about. Hey, all right, I'm gonna get off that topic. Um, <laughs> this is not a win lose situation. Uh, when you manage yourself. Well, she will respond well. You see, when when you uh, approach the situation as, okay, I'm not here to win. I'm here to help our relationship grow and, and get stronger. She's going to respond in the exact same way. All right. So we just want to make sure that we're focused on this is not a win-lose. The next thing is emotions are your enemy in conflict. Look, there's a ton a ton of things that are your enemy, but emotions are the worst enemy in a conflict. Why? Because we respond with our emotions. We respond to our emotions. Our emotions are sometimes even a response to the conflict before we even had a chance to think about what it is that we're responding to. 
or the conflict itself. That's something that we as husbands absolutely must do before we respond. We have to say, okay, are my emotions in check, right? Uh, because in, in many relationships, when the husband gets angry, it puts up a defense mechanism on the wife because, uh, you know, I believe and I've heard many wives uh, over the years that I've been living life uh, that when their husbands get angry, they get a little afraid because they don't know what's going to happen next. Uh, my wife, for instance, she gets a little on edge when I get angry. When I punch the wall, it, it scared her um, because in the back of a lot of women's mind or wives, they're thinking, is my husband ever going to hit me? And I never want my wife to feel that way because I'll never hit my wife. I'm not, I'm not going to hit my wife. And if you're one of those husbands that are out there hitting your wife, stop, stop doing it. All right. That's your, that, that is your life partner. You need to love her. You need to cherish her and you need to build her up. And if she's not getting comfort and security from you, Again, that, that's a whole nother topic. Not going to get into it. All right. Your emotions must be in check, right? Don't let your emotions, don't don't go John Wayne when you get upset and it, it, there's a conflict. Don't go, you know, shooting around like, pew, pew, pew. like that, that's not what we do, you know? Oh, well, you don't do this and you don't do that. Look, that has never worked. And for anyone who has ever given you the advice that, as soon as you run into a conflict, just start pointing out her flaws. Man, <laughs> let me tell you, those people you want to stay far away from because their advice is just going to drive your marriage into the ground. And that's not what we're trying to do here, right? We're trying to be husbands that love their wives and build up the relationship. So let's stay focused on that. All right. The next thing about emotions is uh, emotions cause you to say things you don't mean or want to say. This is so important. You have to safeguard the words that come out of your mouth during a conflict because those are tied to an emotion for your wife. And anything that's tied to an emotion becomes a seared in uh, response to whatever that situation is. So you have to be very intentional with the words you use during conflict because if you don't, your wife will remember them. And, you know, we're, we're talking about working on husbands. Uh, forgive and let go. And your wife, you know, she'll eventually uh, learn to forgive and let go once you model it. But look, if you go shooting from the hip and, and John Wayne in it, she is going to, you're going to eventually slip up and say something that's really going to hurt her. That's really going to scar her emotionally. And that's going to be hard to recover from. Not impossible, but it's going to be hard. So don't dig yourself into a deeper hole just because you guys have a disagreement. Uh, we're going to get into how to manage those conflicts. All right. The other, the last note that I have on emotions is emotions can be feel to make the conflict worse. Now, this ties back into what I was saying before about emotions. Uh, you, you have to pay attention to what you're saying. Um, bottom line. Be intentional about loving your wife through a conflict. Check your emotions and just say, you know what? I love you more than this conflict. We're going to work through this. I'm not going to be overly emotional. 
and uh, I have some techniques that if your emotions, if you are an emotional person, uh, because I know there's emotional men out there, I'm emotional, right? Uh, we all have them, even though women think we only have two emotions, happy and angry, uh, <laughs> which is not true, but you know, that, that's, that's okay. Uh, the last note that I have before I get into the drill and the action steps. Retaliation is never the answer. Now, I already mentioned it before. As soon as you go into a conflict, this is not the opportunity to start pointing out the flaws in your wife. Uh, retaliation is not the answer. We never want to retaliate towards our wife because she's not our enemy. All right. We want to respond to our wife. A response is a well a well thought out message or action that drives to a more meaningful and strengthened relationship. That's what we want to do in our relationship with our wife. Uh, we don't want to push her away because that's exactly what retaliations do, right? You retaliate and then it drives that wedge. You know, she's, she's spending money or she, or yeah, she's spending your money and so you're you're just going off. Hey, you're spending money. You don't clean the house. You don't cook. You can't even wash clothes right. You never, you don't have a job. Look, these are real situations, right? Real things. Don't do it in a conflict because you're tying that all to an emotion and that's scarring your wife. It's hurting her on the inside and it's making it that much more challenging for you guys to have a... a a strength or a strong, beautiful, flourishing, uh, prosperous marriage, right? And that's what, what I'm here to coach you guys through, coach myself through, right? I do the things that I'm telling you because uh, I never want to be the, a person who gives advice and doesn't follow his own advice, right? Uh, everything that I talk about on this channel, I do. Now that I got the notes out of the way. We have the tone set. We're ready to uh, to go in to I'm, I'm going to go into the the tools or the steps right as you enter into a conflict, because I think that's where a lot of people are. Right. So step one, conflict happens. Boom. Whatever it is. Right. It just happened. The first thing you got to do is take a deep breath. I learned this the night I punched that wall. I did not take a deep breath. Instead, I rolled out of bed and I probably yelled. And then the wall just happened to be right in front of me. And I was that upset and I punched the wall. Uh, and it wasn't until later after I realized like something's wrong with my hand that I started to take a deep breath. And uh, because at the time, my emotions, they, they took the best of me. So take a deep breath and check your emotions. That's the first step. You got to do that. Mm. Stop. Say, okay, conflict is happening. <sighs> Are my emotions in check? Now, from here, we're going to go uh, one or two different ways. If the situation is too emotional for you, meaning you are just so upset or so sad or so heartbroken, whatever it is, then you have to say, okay, I'm not in a in a mental state of mind to carry on with this conversation. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, table this for a second. And you have to verbally 
say that to your wife, like, hey, look, right now I need a second. I need five minutes. I need 30 minutes. Give a time frame, right? Because it manages expectations. And look, I get it. Sometimes the wives or our wives, they get a little high strung and they're like, no, you're not leaving. You're not going anywhere. Look, you have, th this is, this is one of those things where, uh, I recommend you share this video with your wife because when she realizes that what you're trying to do is respond in a way that benefits the marriage, I think that she'll, she'll say, okay, you know what? Maybe this is a little too emotional right now and we are going to have to do something, which, uh, the next thing is going to be set the environment, right? Um, but if you are emotional and you table the situation, this is not the time for you to go into a whirlwind of sorrows and develop a defense for yourself. All right. That's not what this is. This is a time for you to cool off, get level headed and think through what the situation is, because you want to ask yourself a series of questions that I'm going to give you guys a little bit later. Uh, think through that. Not a defense, though. We're not. We're not in. We're not in court. We're not in court. All right. We're in our homes in most cases, uh, or in our cars or wherever. We are not standing in front of a judge, and the conflict can be managed at the house. Uh, so step number two, after you've calmed down or you checked your emotions, you want to set the environment. All right. You want to set the environment, and what that looks like is turning off the TV turning off your phone or putting down your phone, whatever, uh, turning down the radio. If you're driving down the road, cause conflict happens while you're in the car driving, it, it just comes up. Um, but, and another thing, this is something that I learned. You want to send your kids to another location that could be their room. That could be outside, uh, whatever the situation is, or you go away from the kids where you go to your room, uh, because conflict is one of those things that it takes some, uh, it, it takes some, what's the word I'm looking for? Not intimacy. It takes some personal space. It requires us to have some, uh, some discretion, right? Because we want to, we want to work through this thing. We don't just want to deal with the surface level. We want to get down to the bottom and figure out what's driving the, this this problem. So you want to set the environment uh, that is designed for you to have a conversation about this conflict. This is and now moving into step number three. Ask yourself, what did I contribute to this conflict? Right. What did what did I do? How did I help us get here? Because this is a learner question, right? Uh, I, there are tons of books that I read about the learner and observer self. Uh, you want to start learning about the situation. So how did I contribute to where we are right now in this conflict? Once you have that, uh, uh, that answer, what you want to do is verbally admit this to your wife. That's step number four, right? Because you set the environment, you're ready to talk. You say, okay, hey, look, I acknowledge that I haven't been uh, spending time with you, taking you out on date nights, all right? 
apologize for it, right? It's not going to instantly change anything, but what it shows is that you took time to think about what you contributed to the situation that led to a conflict that led to an emotional response from your wife, which then triggered an emotional response in you, or at least triggered some, uh, some sort of frustration or discomfort where now there's a conflict in the marriage. Now, if you don't have an emotional tie to whatever the conflict is, then it's that much easier for you to say, you know what? I did, I did something to get us here. So let me acknowledge that, put it out front. Look, hey, wives, if you're watching this, go ahead and hit pause or fast forward a little bit because uh, we, we don't want you knowing all the secrets, right? I said to share this video. Look, husbands, when you do this, it diffuses the situation to a place where your wife is so much more confident because she's like, he gets me. Trust me. Just admit what you did to get to that situation. You have to name the problem and then admit that you did something. All right. Moving on. Next step that you want to do is after you've already admitted the problem, she's going to say, Yes, that's right. You did this and that and whatever. Listen to her. This isn't rocket science, right? This is not like the most complicated stuff. Just listen to what she's saying. And truthful, honestly listen to what she's saying. Don't don't like t uh, tune out and or check out and be like, oh man, here we go again. Listen to what she's saying. Because if you're thinking, here we go again, then that means you you actually need to change because this is just constantly happening and listen to what the, the real unmet need is. All right. It's not the surface level thing that triggered the conflict today. It's the underlying issue of you're not spending time with her. You're not paying attention. Uh, she feels unsecure. She feels like uh, you're not connecting with her. And so you have to listen to these things and say, okay, what's really driving this conflict right now? Because, yeah, I triggered it today. But if you're saying, here we go again, then that means this is a residual thing. And you have to figure out what you're doing and you need to change it. Otherwise, you're going to be right back there, right? If you continue to do the same thing that you do, you're going to continue to get the same results that you got. It's just, it's that simple. All right. Uh, number six, if you're counting. Paraphrase what she is saying back to you. All right. Wives do not want, and really, I would say anyone, but we're talking about wives. Wives do not want to just be rambling and, and going off and on. Uh, and you may have to control the conversation a little bit, right? She's going to say some stuff and then you got to say, hey, hold on, hold on. Let me make sure that I understand what you're saying. And then paraphrase back what she just said to you. Don't try and solve the, hey, look, <laughs> do not try and solve the problem right now, right this second. All right. That, that's not what we're doing. Uh, don't try and solve the problem. Women do not want us to, our, our wives do not want us to solve the problem instantly. They want to get the Women like to talk. They like to get stuff off their mind, off their chest. Let it happen. All right. So listen to what she's saying, but then ask her to stop in, in between and say, hey, so this is what I'm hearing you say. Uh, 
and then she will confirm or deny, right? Because we want to make sure that we understand what she's saying. Uh, if you're familiar, this is called the speaker-listener technique. Uh, I'm just giving you steps to use it in a practical way. The next thing is you're, you're back to this visualization of the end state of the conflict, right? Because we, we constantly want to be thinking, okay, where are we going to go with this? Because if you don't know where you're going, then you're just going to be driving around, going all over the place and never really hit a destination. So you want to say, okay, where are we going today? Where, where is this conversation going? Then, and you have more information, by the way, because you've been listening and then you've been paraphrasing. So now you, you, you have more clarity of the plan that needs to come out, right? Because as, as men, we like to come up with plans, develop them, and then execute them so we can get stuff done. We, we just want to solve problems. Uh, and there's a time for that. It's just not when she's going down the list of what it is. Uh, and hopefully because you've admitted to your piece to this, uh, she is a lot more calm, but you can't control her. You can only control yourself. And that's why I'm saying you have to uh, control the, the conversation a little bit and direct it. All right. Number eight. Let her speak more than you and pay attention. Now, this goes back into uh, listen to what your wife is saying. But this is so much deeper than that, all right? The more you talk, the less likely you are to fully understand what she's going through. You want to talk less and listen way more, all right? There's an old, uh, I don't know, proverb saying, uh, God gave us two ears and one mouth so we can listen twice as much as we speak. This is true. Just shut up. That's it. Just shut up. Now, I'm not saying go mute uh, because I told you you're going to be paraphrasing. So you are going to be talking, but don't make defenses. All right. We're, we're trying to work through this conflict. We're trying to solve the problem. So you can't be like, oh, well, what about this and what about that? You can't do that. All right. So let her speak. Now, here's another uh, <laughs> hidden gem. Hold her hand and look her in the eyes while you're talking. Don't look down like this. That women want to connect. And they connect through your body language, which could be you holding her hand or you looking into her eyes. You want to make sure that she knows you are paying attention to what she's saying and that you're truly getting it. Even if you don't agree with it, right? Un realize I never even said you have to agree with what she's saying because th there's a conflict here. Obviously, you may not agree, all right? Uh, but you're going to want to understand. And I'm going to teach you uh, in a later video uh, how to start agreeing with your wife uh, because we, we have to be able to see things as a couple and, and see things together. The last tip or the last tip, the last step to dealing with conflict that I have uh, is respond to her claims. <clears throat> I'm sorry, respond to her claims that drive the conversation to that end state. So this is where you start to develop that plan and you lay out the roadmap 
for your wife. All right. This is where you say, okay, here's everything that I heard and here's what I contributed. Here's what I need you to help me with. Right. Because now you're working together. You're, you're pulling her in. All use that statement. Here's where I need you to help me. Okay. Because if, if, if you are inviting her to help you while taking ownership and responsibility of the things, it's going to uh, help your wife understand some stuff more. All right. So here's where I need you to help me. That's what you want to say to her. And then from there, you guys develop the plan that you're going to execute to strengthen your marriage and to deal with this conflict. Now, Uh, What's not in my notes and a step that you absolutely want to do is once you're done with that particular conflict, right, Uh, that that conversation, what you want to do is say, okay, so we're this is what we're working on for the next however long a week, a month, two months. Don't make it too long. I wouldn't go more than two months. Right. And then schedule a follow up time. Where you and your wife sit down and you say, okay, hey, last month, last week, three weeks ago, whatever, we had this conflict. This was what we decided was the the solution. How, like, give me a grade, right? Give me a grade. Let me know how I'm doing. Because if your wife doesn't, or if you don't know how you're doing, then you don't know where you need to tune things up. It's like, I need you to give me feedback on how well I'm doing. That is so important. You have to ask for the feedback. All right. Now, I know, like I said, this is this was a longer video, but this is so important. All right. If you made it all the way this far, I'm going to go ahead and give you the drill now. This drill is going to help you as a husband. Uh, I do this drill probably once or I guess not once a week. I do it like every other week uh, because (laughs) I spend a lot of time uh, dealing with the conflicts that my wife and I have, right? I'm not perfect. Our marriage isn't perfect, but I love my wife and I am willing to work through all of the conflict and the challenges that I have with her. So here's the drill. What you're going to do is you're going to get a sheet of paper and you're going to write down the conflict, uh, a small conflict, right? A small conflict. Uh, I don't know what yours would be. One of the, the, the most recent, um, I guess, minor conflicts that my wife and I had was about, um, well, I'll say it, we're, we're doing a, uh, a marriage channel and that's one of the conflicts that we're going to talk about. But uh, a minor conflict is I don't like pulp in my orange juice. She loves orange juice with pulp. Uh, so at the grocery store, uh, this, this is something that, you know, we're like, all right. And it sounds so silly. Uh, and we laugh about it all the time uh, because we end up just buying two different types of orange juice or uh, I'll go without orange juice or she'll go without orange juice and we'll figure out which one we want. Um, or we'll let the kids decide because it's not that big of a deal. Like we're not going to lose sleep over what type of orange juice we buy, but it's a small conflict. Uh, I'm not a fan of orange juice with pulp. Uh, 
So you'll write down that small conflict on your piece of paper. And then you're going to ask yourself the, the following questions, all right? First one is, what part did I play in this conflict, right? So in the orange juice conflict, I realize, okay, well, I, I am being a little stubborn about something that I don't have to drink. So, or I could just buy my own orange juice whenever I want. Uh, that is my part that I'm playing is that I was being stubborn about orange juice, right? I was being stubborn. Uh, and I was also not paying attention to the needs of my wife and what she wanted uh, in the house and, and what she enjoys. So that's the part that I played. Uh, the second question that you're going to ask is, how did I respond in this conflict? Now, this is more rooted in uh, you're reflecting on the conflict that you already been in. And man, I've said this word conflict a lot in this video, so my bad. But uh, how did I respond in this conflict? When we first got married... The type of orange juice we bought, it was a big deal, right? Because I grew up drinking orange juice with no pulp. I didn't have, um, I didn't have anyone to compete with. My mom would just buy whatever orange juice I wanted, and it was fine. Uh, and my initial response a while ago, when we first got married, uh, by the way, we're about to celebrate our thirteenth anniversary in less than thirty days. Um, but when we first got married, I was, uh, I was really mean about it. I was like, who drinks, uh, orange juice with Pope? Like you got, there's something wrong with you. Uh, you're crazy. This is stupid. I'm not drinking orange juice with Pope. Uh, but now, you know, small conflicts, right? My response to the conflict now would just be, I don't, uh, I don't want that type of orange juice, so I'm just going to let you choose, and then I, I won't drink it. That's how I, I respond now. Uh, and then the next question, follow on to that is, uh, was it my first thought, or did I think deeper? I'll tell you, back in the day, my first thought was frustration, uh, and that's what I responded with. Now, I dig, dug a little deeper and realized, well, I got... I got an uh, extra $5. I could just buy a different type of orange juice. Um, and if I don't, then I don't have to drink the orange juice. And if she wants orange juice with pulp, that's fine. Like, she can have it. That's a, a way that I'm going to invest in our marriage is I'm going to allow her to have the thing that she wants because I love her. And I'm willing to sacrifice... <laughs> I'm willing to sacrifice the OJ. Not, not OJ Simpson. Uh, the orange juice. I'm willing to sacrifice orange juice uh, so she can feel comf comfortable and, and confident in the house. All right. Uh, how did she react to my response? This is such an amazing question because this teaches you something about your wife. When you respond always, no matter what you do, right? You walk in the house. You say, hey, what's up, baby? See how she responds because... If she is not happy to see you, then it's like, okay, whoa, time out. Let me, let me observe what's going on with you. How you doing? Or if she's like, hey, baby. Oh, hey, what's up? You know, like, all right, I'm getting off topic. Look, 
how did she react? You want to ask this question and you constantly want to see how she's reacting whenever you do anything or say anything. You just want to see how she's reacting. All right. Uh, what was the desired response? If if it were up to me in this conflict of orange juice, my wife would have been like, oh, well, now back in the day, I'm saying uh, small conflict. Anyway, the desired response for me would have been, yeah, go ahead, have your orange juice, like get the uh, she would have told me to get the pulp free orange juice. And I'm like, all right, great. Um, and then the last question Number or yeah, number five, if you're counting, uh, did the response strengthen our marriage? And this is going to be both your response and her response, right? Because we want to learn about our wives. We want to learn, uh, am I, am I responding or am I communicating well enough and dealing with conflict well enough that when she responds, it strengthens our marriage or that when I respond, I'm strengthening our marriage. Uh, that That's a really important question. Did the response strengthen our marriage? Now, this is a drill that you want to do because the, the follow-on, when you're done, you'll have a better idea and handle of how your wife responds to, uh, or how you respond to conflict, and then how your wife responds to your response. So lots of responding going on here. All right. Uh, when you know what your wife is going to say or how she's going to say it, it just becomes that much more clear and it's easier for you to, uh, develop criteria that gets your marriage into a more prosperous and, uh, fun and loving state. Now I've been talking for uh, according to the recording, 38 minutes and 20 some odd seconds. So I'm going to cut it off there. Here's the thought that I'll leave you with, though. Are the things that you're doing in your marriage, uh, I don't know if I saved, are the things that you're doing in your marriage, are they setting you up for success tomorrow? Are they getting you to where you want your marriage to be in 20, 30 years, right? You have to start thinking long-term like that because I'll tell you, when, when my wife and I, when Crystal and I got married uh, back in 2007, I was only thinking in the moment. I was not thinking... 10 years down the line, 15 years down the line, 20 years down the line. And because I wasn't thinking like that, I was acting like the same person that I was before. On this channel, as we start to work through uh, big, small, medium-sized things in our marriage as husbands, we have to start thinking, okay, what is our marriage going to look like 10, 15, 20 years down the road? And what am I doing today to contribute to that outcome successfully, a successful outcome to that? Uh, and then that's when you sit down and you map this out with your wife, right? You're not in it by yourself, but the only person you can change is you. So love your wife every day. And it's your boy, Chris.
I'm signing out.